This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorus, the old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan this Friday morning. Come on, Dan, let's go. Got to maybe have a short day today, but we're looking at this day on the work of the Holy Spirit according to God's Word, and we've been here quite a while already. But today, this morning, we're going to lay aside that, that study for just a moment or just a few minutes and uh, bring you some thoughts on this particular subject, demonism or Holy Spirit imitation. Now, we, my friend, I know that folks foo-foo that, but the, this world is governed by demons. Listen, uh, when, the, when the Lord saved that old de- demonic guy there in the, in the tomb, and uh, his name was Legion because he was filled with the demon. He had 2,000 demons in him. He, he asked the Lord to cast him into a hog into the swine of hog. And but listen, I find as I move about day by day, keep up with the religious world, that no matter what type of religious experience an individual has, he claims that it's of God. I told you the story of this great friend of mine. He was a carpenter. I met him on the job years ago. And he told me how the Lord saved him. He was fishing in the creek behind his house one, one bright, shiny morning. And he saw a book, a Bible, floating down the stream, the creek, the low creek. And he fished it out with his fishing pole, and it was a holy Bible. It wasn't even wet. It was open to a particular verse of Scripture, and he attributes his salvation to that verse of Scripture. Now, my friend, that is demon possession to the nth degree. It is. Listen, listen, my friend. He said the Holy Spirit handled all of that for him. But as I studied the Scriptures... God's Word, as I also study various types of religious experiences, which I have over the years, and also I'll mention at this time, we have Pastor Shelton's booklets here on demon possession, uh, the God of this world, Satan, the God of this world, a, a wide variety of good sound gospel messages on those things. And I'll be glad to mail you a package of those booklets. If you write me, just tell me, Pastor, send me that material on Satan. I, I know what you're talking about. But listen, I find they could not be of the Holy Spirit, those individuals. Therefore, they must be an imitation. And to be an imita- imitation, some spiritual being is working. And those experiences within the human heart and mind and then pawns them off on as of the Holy Spirit, is doing those things. No, sir. This has led me to study of demonism. Demonism as set forth in God's Word, or Holy Spirit imitation. The Apostle Paul warns us about such imitation in 2 Corinthians 11th chapter, 13th and 15th verses. Let's read it. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel for Satan himself. Get this. Dr. Copeland says, get this. And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. You didn't know that, did you, my friend? Therefore, it is of no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as to the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Now, my friend, person that's filled by the demon spirit, he doesn't realize it. He doesn't have that knowledge. Satan's most effective way today 
of leading uh, individuals astray is by imitation. Imitation, that is, transforming himself into an angel of light, imitating through his demon spirit the work of the Holy Spirit, and making poor, blinded, hell-deserving sinners think that they're saved and that what they have is of the Holy Spirit. Now, that's what Satan's work is, my friend. He's the God of this world. He don't love you, my friend. He don't love your soul. Now, let's turn to God's Word with this first question in mind. What are demons? How do they work? And how do they imitate the work of the Holy Spirit in the, in the realm of religion? That's a good question, isn't it? How do they imitate? In Matthew twelve forty three, we find that demons are spirits. When the unclean spirit is grown out of a man, he walketh through the dry places seeking rest and finding none. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. All through the scriptures, these demon spirits are spoken of as unclean spirits. But the most common name for them in unclean spirit. Listen now, most common name. These demon spirits are not fallen angels. They are disembodied spirits. They are spirits which at one time possessed a body because one of their characteristics is that they are always seeking to be embodied in a human being or maybe even in a beast like the hogs there in that day. Oh, my friend, but listen, listen. They do not like to live independent of a body. No. Where they came from, the Bible does not say. God said to Adam after he placed him up on the restored earth, Go and multiply and replenish the earth. Now get that word, replenish. It means to refill. That word replenish indicates that the earth was inhabited by some beings before God created Adam. That's not our business. We don't know. We don't know much about those things. Are these, this, are these the spirits of a pre-Adamic race whose bodies were destroyed when the earth passed through the judgment as recorded in Genesis 1-2? Listen, some of our most spiritual scholars think so. This is my conviction as to where they come from. But the Bible is not clear, and we'll just leave it at that. But let us read Ephesians 6.12. Let's go there to Ephesians 6.12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spirit, wicked, spiritual wickedness in high places, or a host of wicked spirits. This we do know, that they are real and personal, they spoke with the Lord Jesus Christ and recognized his supreme authority. These truths are set forth in Matthew 8.30, 8.31. The demons carrying on a conversation with our Lord. So the demons besought him, saying, If thou cast us out, suffer us to go into the herd of swine. Those demons were speaking to the Lord Jesus Christ. These truths are also set... My friend, does that, does that amaze you to hear this? Have you never heard of such a thing, my friend? Oh, but listen. 
We, we, we need, we, we're dumb, aren't we? We're just ignorant of God's Word. Oh, but listen, my friend. Listen, I'll think about that, that sentence we read, to go forth and replenish the earth. Now, maybe you never thought about that, that there were spirits here before the Lord created Adam and Eve. He says to replenish. That means to refill. Listen, they told the Lord, if thou cast us out, suffer us to go into that herd of swine, that bunch of hogs over there. Poor old hogs. Poor old hogs. We know what happened to it, don't it? They, he cast them into those hogs, and they run into the sea and drowned themselves. They couldn't stand it. No, these truths are also set forth in Mark one twenty three. Listen, and there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we done with thee to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. This is the attitude of many who are possessed with the unclean spirit. Their cry is, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Why do you want to destroy me? Why do you want to crush me? I know that you are God. Oh, my friend, I hope, you, I hope you're paying attention. This is not the individual crying out. It is the demon who possesses that individual and had him or her under his control. Yes, women are, a lot of women are controlled by demon spirit. Listen, and has, him, has them under their control. For they are cap- capable of entering and controlling both men and beasts and women then once they get complete control of an individual, they are as helpless. That individual is as helpless as they can be. Only the power of God can break that demon control and deliver that individual from his power. Oh, my friend, I've often been asked this question. Pastor, do we have demon possession today as we did in Christ's earthly ministry? The answer is yes, and probably more so. Then I've been asked another question. Why isn't demon possession manifest today as it was during Christ's earthly ministry? The answer is, wherever you have old-time Bible, Holy Spirit conviction, you have manifested demon spirit, demon possession. The reason you do not see manifested demon possession under the average preaching today is because there is no spirit-indicted messages. Let me repeat again that these demon spirits are capable of entering and controlling both man and beast. In Mark 5, Christ commanded the unclean spirit, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Oh, my friend, we'll pick it up there in our next study. Going to get back to the barn now, me and old Dan, this Friday evening. Well, it's still day, still, still dinner time. Maybe we'll get back there and have something good to eat. I know it'll get you something, Dan, some good fresh hay and some cool water, and then lay up tomorrow, and and you can lay up Sunday while I'm going to the church to preach. But we'll be back next week, next Monday, and we'll be looking at demonism to the nth degree. Oh, my friend, I've seen individuals. I've seen animals controlled by demon spirit. I have. You say, no, yes, I have. 
I, and I've seen individuals, my friend, that, uh, and now with this day of these drugs, these illicit drugs, and keeping these people on the high, I think the demons, I think the demons influences those people to where they can't be tamed. Oh, man, that man in the tomb, he couldn't be tamed. He'd break those chains. They'd have him chained to a tombstone. He'd break them because of the power of the demon spirit. My friend, have you ever witnessed that? I have. I've known a few individuals in my life that I believe personally they were demon-possessed, and they, they uh, tear up everything they got a hold of. You couldn't tame them, my friend. No, they were wicked. And I believe a lot of this crime that we have on today is because demon spirit. I do. I really do. And uh, But the old trailblazer is going to be true to you. I often say it's, if it takes a hide off, and um, I know most folks, many folks won't have these messages. They'll foo-foo them. Oh, we have folks call me, criticize me, laugh at me, make fun of me. But my friend, it's all chapter and verse. Everything I give you is chapter and verse. And I do offer you many, many titles and booklets by Pastor Shelton on demonism, Satan worship, and all of those things. And if you would, call me, write me. I'll be pick you out some of them. Give, she'll tell you what the titles are. You can pick and choose which ones you want. But I'm telling you, I'll be back uh, next week at this same time with another study on demonism. We'll pick it up there Monday morning. And also let you know that all these messages will be available on Thumb Drive for a small cost and also on CDs for a small cost. And if you would, call me and help me with the broadcast. Send me a good check. Send me $1,000 today. Pastor Shelton used to say, I want to give you today as a picture day. He wants some pictures of George Washington and Andrew Jackson and all those. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, my friend. But the Lord supplies our need every day, time after time. Remember my mailing address quickly. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number, area code 225-664-8658. Goodbye and God bless you. Till next time. Pastor Pendarvis thanks listeners who emailed, called, and wrote him recently with encouragement to continue airing this broadcast. If you have not done so, take a moment to let Pastor Pendarvis know you appreciate this ministry. Email pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. 